My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, Miami nice, these Gucci bags full of cash What's going on, family? It's your man, Tay Sweat, here once again with my man E for another Money Monday What's going on, E? What's good, bro? We back, I'm ready Yes, sir Money Monday Yes, sir, yes, sir And we got a good one for y'all today because this is something that we've kind of like been living by in life. And I think it's the probably the biggest reason why we are as successful as we are today. Because a lot of people just don't understand why we move the way we move and how it's possible. Yeah. And when I get to it, let me say this. When I get to it, you're going to probably understand what I'm saying. But before I get to it, if you have any questions or topics that you want us to cover, please leave us a five-star review and leave your question and or topic in that review. We'll get to it ASAP. All right. So today what we're going to be talking about, and I'm just going to throw it on out there so you're not wondering what it is. It's the art of doing right by people. And working hard. If you do those two things simultaneously, life becomes so much better, so much easier. Indeed. And shit just works mm -hmm. out. Right, E? No, you're right about that, bro. You're right about that. I mean, it, it's it's something that I feel like it's underappreciated because people get very focused on themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and you form habits when you do that, Absolutely. right? It's all it's always about me, always about how I can make my next move. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you scorching earth or just stepping on people to get to where you go. Yep. Um, and again, you know, a lot of people think that the people that are around them in that particular time can't help them, or they're gonna just say, ah, next step, I gotta get to the next mm -hmm. thing. Can't be worried about that. Um, Absolutely. But and and again, that energy, that energy follows you. Like I said, it's, it's habitual. You make some bad, bad, bad habits or form. Um, and then you keep that energy going forward and you start to stumble. <laughs> and that's kind of what I think you're getting into is we've been able to avoid stumbling like that because Absolutely. we've been we've been practicing really good things. And every stage of life we get to, um, those habits, they, they benefit us. Mm -hmm. And we end up in better places because of it. Absolutely. And, and I wanted to teach or talk about this today more, especially because, one, I, w I wish I can give myself the credit at, you know, 19 that I knew this exactly <laughs> the way I know it now. But as I have gone through life, I've noticed that there was this positive feedback loop going on. Like, man, I do right by people and shit just works out. I'm like, damn, keep doing right. Keep doing right. Keep doing right. And then, you know, I'm not perfect. Those few times I do wrong. I'm like, Oh shit, that hurt. Like, okay, <laughs> I shouldn't do that anymore. Right. And it kind of applies to almost everything in life. Right. And I have a friend, um, shout out to Jessica. She, you know, Years ago, she would say things like, don't be a shitty person. So that was always yeah, like, yeah, I think, don't yeah. be shitty. Don't be shitty. Yeah. And what I've come to find is that some of the most shitty people get that shit returned. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed on the other side, me personally, is that as long as I wasn't kicking out shit or pushing out shit and or shitting on people, I got the same energy back mm -hmm. and a lot of you all may know for some of you who are on a more spiritual level you may know this as reciprocity okay there's a grand level of re reciprocity essentially that when you you know you get what you give back now i say i can't take credit for this uh you know knowing this at a young age because i came to find out that money because you said the perfect word bro is energy, energy. Mm -hmm. right 
And what I started learning and realizing is that good energy begets good energy, right? Mm-hmm. And for those of y'all who, you know, don't know what the fuck begat is, like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> I know somebody's going to say that. Begat basically meaning say, hey, good energy breeds or brings mm-hmm. more good energy. And when you start looking at money and realizing money, currency, wealth, whatever you want to call it, because some of y'all are going to say fiat, gold, I don't give a shit what it is. Mm-hmm. Wealth in itself is energy. And we like it. It's positive. It's something we can mm-hmm. use for good. So that's positive energy. Mm-hmm. Currency. The more mm-hmm. currency, it facts, the more currency you want circulating to you, the more good energy you need to put out there yes, to come back. Right. So the reason why I'm, I'm touching on this and speaking on this is because a lot of people think that you got to cut somebody to get to the top. You got to step on a neck, yeah. step on a back, step over somebody's head, whatever it is. A lot of people think that, you know, and this is, you know, why rich people a lot of times are hated. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because where we come from, we were fed the narrative that if you make <laughs> what did Jeezy say in one of his songs, he said something like. As soon as you make a meal, they think you, you the Illuminati. And oh, I'm yeah. like, yes, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly yeah. right. As soon as you make a million, they think you the Illuminati, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason that is because, once again, we've been fed this narrative that, hey, as soon as, you know, I want to do better for myself, I have to sacrifice somebody. Exactly. I got to make, exactly. make some crazy, crazy stuff. That's, that's not the case at all. And as a matter of fact, I think that was put in place for us mm-hmm. to fear wanting to do better or fighting to do better mm-hmm. which is why it's thrown in religion money is the root of all evil mm-hmm. <laughs> right and I, let me say this before i pass it to ed i've always said that lack of money <laughs> is the root of all evil yeah have you seen how someone responds to not having their basic needs met if you're starving, you're on your last, we call it being on your shit, on your last. If you're on your shit, you're on your ass, you don't have anything, you're hungry, you're starving, you're not getting sex, you're not doing, you're not getting anything that you know people want out of life. See what they do for money. Yeah. Right? That's when the sex, you know, you, you find some of the most wholesome women start having sex for money. Right? Which, I mean, you know, if that's what you want to do, do your thing. I'm, I'm not judging you. But if we're talking about evil, we're talking mm-hmm. about the root of evil. It's not money. It's the lack thereof. Right. So I've always said, hey, some of the most atrocious, <laughs> atrocious like events I've seen are from people of, de- you know, desperation. Right. I'm going mm-hmm. to rob this person because I need I got to eat. My mm-hmm. family got to eat. So I'm going to take it from them so I can eat so we can eat. Right. M- murder, <laughs> robbing, killing, stealing, all that stuff. It's lack of money. So once again, the good energy is what we have to put out. And keep in mind that the energy and the currency go hand in hand, right? So I, I'm, I'm gonna kick it to you, E, because I'm interested to see how you feel about that. Yeah, no, and I think again, Money Monday, right? So we're talking about money. So I'll mm-hmm. stay on the topic real quick. I think it's really, I like what you were saying, and so I want to carry it from there because I think the the belief system that comes with it, right? Mm-hmm. It's a limiting belief, Absolutely. right? If somebody says, in order to get X, right, to be this wealth, to get so much money, you had to do something very wrong, very corrupt supernatural evil um it's a limiting belief right it's it's just basically a a lack of showing someone a path to get to a place 
Um, and so, like you said, when when they either feel moments of desperation, or honestly, helplessness, right? Like not really being desperate to have something, but they just feel like there's no way to go about getting it. They resort to certain things and then they look at other people and they evaluate them in a certain way. But I like I like to think of it like this, right? If if you have been exposed to the fact that one good deed, one good thing leads to another good thing, and you walk in that path, you'll be fine, Absolutely. right? And and for me, it's something that opened my eyes when I started, again, education, but I started going to school, and I went to the College of Business, right? So I went to UT now, so I went to the College of Business there. And one of the things that I would tell people about college is, yeah, you know, college is what you make of, just like anything else. But one of the things that really, that really like, impacted me and stuck with me was, the very, very successful businesses in this world, and you can think about this as you lead to us, are the ones that either solve problems or give opportunities to people Absolutely. that they didn't think they had. Mm -hmm. Solving problems you never thought you had, giving you an opportunity you never thought you had. And to me, I think that's the best way to think about it in life, right? Is if you're going through life and you're like, hey, how do I want to succeed? How do I want to obtain the things that I want? Think about how you can help the next person. Absolutely. By solving Thanks. a problem or giving Thanks. them an opportunity. Yep. And, you know, a lot of people think about businesses and doing different things a certain kind of way. And I know you did this. And honestly, I had early experiences with different ways of doing this. Is like our first hustles, which we didn't know, were businesses, right? And it was how do I take what resources I have and go help the next person so they will give me money. That's it. And honestly, that's really all we've been building on for a long period of time. Right. So how do we be helpful? How do we put that good energy out there? Do a good job. Because here's the thing. You got There's always a second piece of it. Mm -hmm. Right. We're like, yeah, help Absolutely. people do this. It's like, hold on. Don't just say you're going to do something for somebody. Because one of the worst things you could do is commit to doing something for somebody over promise, mm -hmm. under under deliver. And then, you know, again, that's bad energy, by the right. way. That's not good exactly. energy. That is bad Absolutely. energy. <laughs> but I think what we're talking about is, you know, understanding a situation and saying, how do I be a better person? When you think about good people, when you think about people who are really positive impacts in people, like what do they do? They, they're just helpful, mm -hmm. right? And so one of the things that I think we really interpreted was, look, how do we first help each other, right? We're family. How do we help each other? And then also going forward, how do you help people on the outside of, of our family in exchange for something that's positive? Right. And I think when we start looking at that and we start thinking about how we came up, it was like, man, the more, like you said, the more good, the more times we put good and effort into doing good and doing right, we started to see positive feedbacks, mm -hmm. right? We built strong networks. Yep. We built good impressions with people and people felt like we were the kind of people that, hey, that's a good guy. <laughs> and you know Absolutely. what people want to do for good people? They want to help them. They want to root them on. They want to cheer for them. They want to support what it is that you're doing. They'll give you advice, introduce you to people. And so, like, all of that is, that's non-monetary, everything that I just said, right. but it's currency, right? There's value to that. Trust me. If you've got something you want to do or you want to sell, the best thing that can happen is somebody saying, hold on, let me let me talk to this friend of mine. Or let me introduce you to this person. Or let me, if you're interested in this, you should do this. Like, advice, connections, recommendations, whatever. Like, that's invaluable, but it's currency. And so really starting to recognize that that's a valuable asset to you, it's going to change your life. And I think Absolutely. we did, like you said, we didn't at 19, 18, 19 years old, we didn't know like how to articulate it and really how to see how the future would play out. But now looking back and connecting the dots, we saw, we recognized that currency though, Absolutely. and we appreciated it. And so our actions really started to follow that. Yep. Yes, sir. And that, you know, I'm about to get a little, you know, 
Hotepish on y'all. <laughs> um, you know, for those of y'all don't know, you know, I come from that community, just in case y'all didn't know that. But you know, uh, but anyway, um, before I, you know, get into my thing that I want to say, it's absolutely one of the things that we should be following as black and brown people mm-hmm. because we have this thing in our culture that we come from called ma'at, right? Which is balance, mm-hmm. the balance of life, reciprocity. That's the word we need to focus on is that reciprocity. Mm-hmm. And I say that coming from ma'at because if you realize that if you put everything through the ma'at filter and you go, hey, should I balance everything? Should I reciprocate or, or practice reciprocity with everything in my life? You know that shit just gets better. And I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it again. It gets better in relationships, especially for those of y'all who want to run a good relationship. And that's not just romantic. That's just friendships, yeah. relationships in business. Uh, whatever relationship, reciprocity should be your number one thing. And what the reason why I'm saying that is because <laughs> it makes such a like. I can't even explain even like the relationship we have as brothers. I can't explain how great things are because when I do something for this man, I I never have to worry about anything because I know he like, man, how can I like top this motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Like I'ma beat him. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. do something even better than what he just did. And when that keeps going and you're trying to beat the person to the top, it always mm-hmm. just works out for a better relationship. It's the same thing with, you know, feminine and masculine. Or I don't even want to get there because some people just have partners, right? So let's mm-hmm. just say you're with your partner, your loved one, your intimate relationship, right? If you get some head, don't just sit there and go, ah, yeah, that was good. Can't wait for the next one, right? No, you look like, hey, how am I going to do better, mm-hmm. right? How am I going to, you know, how am I going to get my queen back for that? Because that was Oh, I got you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you better believe I got you back for that one. Right. It's the reciprocity and it's the mindset that you bring when you approach in any type of commitment, any type of relationship, even inside of business and life. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what we're getting at is just continuing that. Right. Because one of the things I've always said is people who give a lot or who help a lot of people deserve a lot of money right no they facts. deserve it. big facts yep. they deserve it and i and the reason why i say this is because i even sometimes i even get you know hated on because they're like you know he shouldn't be making that much money or why are you charging people or you know why do you have a program to sell even when i was the vegan trainer right it's like you should be giving all this shit away from free and it's like hey that's fine right but let me show you how this thing works if i help people for free and I just gave away, as a vegan trainer, I just gave away all the knowledge, which I kind of did on you. you. Go through my YouTube. I have 300 plus videos just from those days. I give away the knowledge. I actually tell you exactly what to do. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what you should do. That's why I made this YouTube. Mm-hmm. What's going to start to happen? Is people going to start going, hey, 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 how can I support you? You've helped me so much. How can I, you deserve something. Let me give you something. Mm-hmm. And I get I get it a lot. People are like, hey, you got a program I can buy. You got cash app. I'm going to just send you some money. Mm-hmm. Because I've watched all your videos. I've helped you with so, you, you've helped me with so much stuff in life. Your perspective has been so refreshing. I just want to pay you something now. I got I to gotta get a love back. You've been giving too much, <laughs> right? So once again, even if I don't set up a business, People are going to want to pay me because mm-hmm. I'm going to help you regardless. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you regardless. You can't stop that flow. 
and and the people who think the way I think as they receive that love as they as they receive those that the quote unquote blessings mm-hmm. of just like mm-hmm. my mindset and the you know the help and whatever else I'm providing the same thing's going to happen how can I pay you mm-hmm. let me get you something let me create a program for us Tay do something cuz I got to I got to support you right this is what happens and I say that because any person who's doing like I said good helpful things in the community and oh, the world they are going to be paid you can't stop it it's god's will right? <laughs> it's the way of the universe right so i know you feel that too e yeah so i'm, I'm gonna just kick that to you because that's something i know you can't wait to talk about. oh yeah absolutely absolutely so i want to talk about something i think is, is and i'm gonna put that into a, uh hopefully something that everybody who's listening to us can can relate to and i'm not defending and again i think this is the thing too we talked about how good energy and helping people and stuff, like all of that isn't bundled up into one type of way of doing it and one type of person. Right. But I want to talk about Jeff Bezos, right? It's money Monday, right? <laughs> we going to go to the top, right? We going big on the money. Right. And there's a, there's a clip that's circulating out there. I think it's maybe a year too old, maybe even longer, older than that. But people keep pushing. When you talk about how people say, you should give stuff away, you should give it, you should give it, you should give it. Um, and that money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you get some money, you should give it away. Like like having it and holding it and possessing it is a bad thing. And so a lot of times people challenge Jeff Bezos and say, how come you're not giving away all of this money? Why aren't you doing these things and doing those things? And part of that is because a lot of times people don't understand that Jeff Bezos, most of his money is in stocks, right? Like, his, like he has to sell, he would have to liquidate in order to tangibly have that much money. But he has other kinds of currency, right? He can leverage who he is and leverage Amazon and other organizations he control to make good things happen. And he does. But they asked him, they're like, so how do you feel about when people say you're so wealthy and you should have all this money and blah, 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 blah. And I think this was around the time I think Amazon, I think Amazon and Apple were kind of the two ones that did this first. They were, they were, they hit or were hovering around a trillion dollars, right? Just a number that most people can't really fathom, but a trillion dollars. And at that time, he was like, look, I own about 15, 16% of Amazon. So essentially, I made $150, $160 billion, right? I'm worth, quote unquote, that much on paper because I own Amazon. He said, but that means there's another 85, 84% that's out there. And because I've done what I've done and built these businesses up, I've made other people eight hundred and forty billion dollars mm-hmm. like i like i don't i don't even have all of that benefit for me right other people who believed in me invested in my business would not supported me because i was doing good things that they kept wanting to see more of <laughs> right i made them even more money and guess what they keep wanting to do things with me so and that's just if you're an investor or whatever like when you think about it most of us anybody who's listening to us You've ordered something and received it from Amazon, right? right? And people think about it that way. But I'm like, people don't really, and this probably won't happen until, honestly, he's on his deathbed or gone. Mm -hmm. But I'll speak for me. There's a lot of people now who consume information, right? Whether it was like, it's tangible, like hard books, Mm -hmm. um, digital books, right? Be a a Kindle, Amazon Kindle. And then all of the things that came after the Amazon Kindle, the e-reader movement, and then now Audible, right? And audio books. Not only did he create a system that allowed people to benefit, share all that information, whatever. I love my audio And books. I love my audio books, too. <laughs> like, honestly, I would be mm-hmm. candid. I, I know how important reading is. If it wasn't for audio books, I would take in less information. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So literally, and there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes and, and in the back that Amazon's done and a lot of stuff you use that you don't even know Amazon is for. But because of that, he became the richest man in the world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Amazon changed so much stuff. He had so much things moving, so many things positive. Mm-hmm. Money flowed to him in a, in a structure that he was able to continue to build. And he became the richest man in the world. Yeah. And when I look at that and I see it, I'm like, okay, this is going back to business 101 for me, right? He created opportunities and solved problems for so many people <laughs> that guess what? He became the richest man in the world. Bingo. Now, if you think that that's a path of success and you believe in walking it, you can do it your own way. Right. But you build something, you help people just like Tay said. And honestly, before you even fully know what it will become, mm-hmm. people will start to feel that, recognize it and want to give you something. Right. They want to give you business ideas. If you start a business, they want to support your business. Or honestly, just as a person, like if you personally need something or help or whatever it is, they want to try to make that happen because you've pushed enough positivity out there. Now, on the flip side of that, if you haven't been helpful to people or you've you've burned people, how many people do you have you burned that have come back and be like, you know what? <laughs> I know you burned me, mm-hmm. but that's okay. I want to help you. That don't really happen. Nope. And if you burn multiple people and you just trying to like get through life as fast as you can, stepping on whoever, you got a collection of people that won't want to help you. And honestly, again, it go back. You just have bad habits. Like you don't you get to a point where you don't even know how to accept people and people don't know how to like help you because you don't know how to accept being helped. And I think that's just the the thing I wanted to say is, bro, there's a there's a practice that you have to start to build. And like you said, from 19 to now and likely far, far into our future, it's going to be like a guiding principle for us. It's like we're going to stay in this path. Good things happen. We maximize it. And then as we go into each phase of our life, how do we help more people? How do we push more um, good things out there? Because we have a belief and a confidence that it's going to come back. It's it's going to come back. It's, It's meant for us to get in a better place because of what we're doing. I agree. I absolutely agree. And the reason... Why I agree the most is because that kind of complies with our whole tax strategies and the things we <laughs> like to do. And I want to mention this because there are people out there who do not agree with, you know, taking advantage of the tax law, right? Yep. Tax strategies. Mm-hmm. Like people here, I'm in Puerto Rico, you know, doing my thing with the taxes. Like, I, I don't agree with that. People hear about Jeff Bezos not paying a lot of money mm-hmm. in taxes. I don't yeah. agree with that, right? People hear about real estate, like, oh, the people in real estate are getting, uh, they're supplying all the real estate for people to live in, but why are they getting all the tax benefits too? It's like, I don't agree with that. You should pay your fair share. And here's the thing. On, on the whole key of reciprocity, one, and two, with us knowing what it takes to do a lot of these things, we have to ask ourselves a few things, right? So this is the way my mind works, <laughs> right? The government, for the most part, is the one who creates most of these tax laws, yeah. right? And on one end, we like to think, like, oh, they're buddy, buddy, they're in bed, and he's helping this person create tax laws for this person, yada, yada, yada. That may be too true. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. Right, that may be true, right? But they're essentially put in place because... The government's like, look, there's some things that we need done. We don't want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So essentially what they're doing with a big-ass bullhorn of knowledge, right? Because they're not going to scream it on TV. Hey, we need y'all to do this. They scream it by way of knowledge. And the people who just take the time to read it and mm-hmm. figure it out, those are the ones who figure out what to do to take advantage of it. 
what they do with a big ass bullhorn of knowledge and, and reading material is they say, hey, we need somebody, anybody <laughs> to step up and create jobs for our citizens mm -hmm. so that they can live. They can they can create jobs for the citizens so the citizens can live. They need a living wage. They can live. They can thrive on. They can pay taxes because they want them to pay taxes. Right. They can raise their families. They can do all these things. Right. Anybody who's willing to create these jobs, please yeah. stand up. We we got your back. Mm -hmm. Please stand up. If you can create a thousand jobs, great. You can create five thousand jobs, great. Shit, you can create ten jobs, great. great. Mm -hmm. We will. We as the government will have some benefits for you because we appreciate you, right? Those benefits are going to be tax benefits, right? We're going to give you these taxing benefits, and instead of taxing you so hard, we'll give you a break. Why? Because don't none of these other motherfuckers want to step up. <laughs> we realize how much of a risk it is yeah. for you to put your name on the line, your credit on the line, and then step up and say, hey, I'm going to actually pay these people living wages. Right. So we talking 50, 60, 70, 100. 000. Everybody who works with me makes over $100,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Right. Who the fuck wants to do that, right? Nobody really wants to do that. Like, holy shit. I, I thought 100K was great for myself. I got to pay that to multiple mm -hmm. people? Yeah. Oh, my God, right? That's a fucking headache. Not only that, waking up every morning wondering or not whether or not you're going to have the money to be able to pay those people every month consistently, mm -hmm. right? These are the headaches normal people don't want to go through. The government realizes how much of a headache that shit is. And they're like, look, let me just help you. If I can make <laughs> just your life yeah. a little bit easier, right? Yeah. You keep paying these people these living wages and make sure they're good so that our citizens have living wages to thrive on. And we'll make sure we at least lighten the load with some tax benefits. Damn, right? Think about that. That's just on the job side of things. Then we go to the real estate side of mm -hmm. things, right? They're like, hey, big ass bullhorn. Hey, everybody, we need housing, right? We need rentals. We need houses. People want to live the, the American dream with their white picket fucking fence. <laughs> build us some houses. Build us some apartment units, whatever. We as the government don't want to do it. We tried the projects. It didn't work. Yeah, that's not the, right? that's not the model. That's <laughs> right? not the mode. Didn't work, right? So please build us something that looks nice, something that people actually want, because we don't know what people want as the government. You as the citizen, you know what people want because you're a citizen. Build what citizens want. You like the nice house with the picket fence? Build that for the citizens, right? Now, we know if you're just working a regular job, you ain't got the money to build 5, 10, 20 houses, right? Or to secure them so you can sell it to other people. You ain't got, that, you ain't got the type of money. So they're like, okay, we know that's hard. So, first of all, you're going to have to leverage your name, your money, your credit. Mm -hmm. Your assets that you've already acquired. Yeah. Everything yeah. you've already acquired. You got to put your life on the line to try to build and acquire more to help us, the government, out to build houses for our people, to build places for our people, dwellings for our people to live. Right. So then it's like, OK. We know that was hard. You just leveraged your whole fucking life, pretty much. Your assets, your credit, your name. You just leveraged everything. That's hard. 
Now you can't sleep because you got 15 mortgages. <laughs> right? You're trying to you're trying to float all of this shit. You're worrying about people closing on this house or that house in time before you run out of money. You got all this stuff going on. You're like, holy shit. Right. I don't know. If I'm, I don't even want to have sex right now because I, I can't stop thinking about the fact that I'm about to lose everything. Mm-hmm. Right. The government starts thinking, you know what? That motherfucker over there struggling. Shit ain't really going good. If he make it through this, even if he don't, we're going to have some benefits for him. But if you make it through it, we really going to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. We're really going to give him some benefits, him yeah. or her some benefits. You make it through. You close on everything. You provide the housing that they need. Bingo. You get tax benefits for that. Right. Especially if you're doing rentals, mm-hmm. <laughs> buying hoes. So this is kind of how it works. And I say all of this because at the end of the day, it all started with reciprocity. Hey, everybody, I'm going to help y'all make more jobs. Right. I'm going to create jobs for y'all. Because most of the people don't want to do this shit. They don't want to put everything on their back. They're like, me and mine. How can I make enough for me and my family? That's what most people do. Mm -hmm. Right? Nobody's like, hey, how can I make enough so I can like hire you, 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 and you? Nobody thinks like that, really. I mean, not nobody, because we think like that. But a lot of people don't think like that. So when, you know, I encourage the normal person before they look at a quote-unquote rich person or before they look at someone who's taking advantage of the tax benefits or actually doing it ask yourself two things number one does he deserve it because fuck that's a that's a hard job like that's (laughs) he had to put a lot on the line for that number two ask yourself would i be willing to do that shit like do i want to put my credit on the line do i want to hire more people and Mm -hmm. manage more people or anybody at all most of y'all are gonna say fuck no yeah get me a job Decent living wage. Give me a hundred K a year. Shit. Half of y'all going to hit me up. Tell I heard most of your people make a hundred K or more a year. You're hiring. Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly what happens. Everybody. Most people, I can't say everybody, but most people, they just want what they need. How can I make enough for me? And then they go from there. So I just want y'all, I want to encourage y'all to please start looking outside of yourself, outside of your hate, outside <laughs> of whatever you got yeah. and ask yourself, why is it that these people are getting these things? And a lot of times you realize it's not as bad as you actually think it is. It's not that they're doing this diabolical thing. Yeah. And some people get money and they become worse versions of themselves because they were already shitheads. Yeah, those were bad people. Right? They were already, already. bad. <laughs> yeah. They were bad. Yeah. Money just heightened their badness, right? Mm-hmm. But good people make money too and they get a lot of it. And when we get that money, we do good things with it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... I'm gonna pass it to you, E, because I'm done preaching for the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I like I like what you were saying about risk. And I like what you were what you were talking about there, and I think that's something a lot of people don't understand. You know, it's and I know you'll like this a lot, and mm-hmm. and and the folks at STB love this, right? Risk versus reward. Oh yeah, oh, right, yeah. right. It's it's because we, we, what we talking about today? We talking about different kind of themes and things to live by, really. And risk versus reward, right? So I jump straight to Jeff Bezos. So I'm gonna jump to the next richest <laughs> man, right? I'm talking about Elon. Mm-hmm. Right. So Elon Musk. Right. And I know he's doing some crazy things on Twitter and with Twitter right now. But, you know, this man essentially at a young age, particularly young. I mean, right. Everything is relative. But at a young age, he had basically created companies, sold companies, became a multimillionaire. Right. And he basically made, I don't know, he made a good chunk of money, about 40, 50 million. Right. right? He had that, you know, after taxes because it was a, it was an event he took and paid taxes. Right. I know he gets some he gets some flack now about paying taxes. 
He sold that and he just started to distribute money and started investing in other businesses, right? One of those businesses that we all know now is Tesla, right? But he also invested in SpaceX, <laughs> right? Invested in Solar City and some other things. And, you know, just about every business that I just mentioned he invested in, you know, they've been at a place or on the brink of like literally just going kaput, like going away. And so, again, when, when I was saying that, you know, you risk assets you've already got to go into business and to have some of these tax benefits. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things that he was doing, and Elon is known for thinking really big and trying to like really augment like a path or a course of humanity. Mm -hmm. He was like, we need to have more electric vehicles. We need to figure out how to move things to and through space. And oh, by the way, we got to harness the power of the sun. Like those are some pretty <laughs> big things, right? Like, you know, right. just as humans, those are some big things. Absolutely. And if he pushes the needle and moves the needle forward on those things, he's helping a lot of people. And I feel like that's something that people don't always look at when you think about how people have amassed wealth. Right now, if somebody went around, you know, pillaging and taking and stealing and amassing their wealth a certain way. I get it. You look at you look at that type of wealth and those deeds done as evil and how they came about it. But particularly in America and what we're talking about, like a lot of people, they make their money by creating businesses mm -hmm. or providing services, right? Some of the most highest paid professions, right? People that are professionally in a space, they're employees or whatever. The ones that make the most money, they're providing a service. Like society has said, that's worth a lot of money. It's a service that I'll pay for. It's very helpful. Thank you. And here's your money. Here's for your money. service. Reciprocity. Right. <laughs> and we're talking now about business people. Right. And businesses and the people who own them, they make a lot of money because those are usually the most widely used and or most impactful and shifting right. um, services. Right. And so when you look at the most invaluable company, you look at Apple. Right. Mm -hmm. Steve Jobs is one of the most um, valuable people in terms of that era that we went into modern technology because he was creating opportunities, telling people that there's something that's out there that's more and really shaping visions for a lot of people to have jobs and go stuff. And now most everybody, you know, 60% of the world uses an iPhone, yep. right? And before the iPhone, it was an iPod because every single culture has music. And I'm going to give you a way to take and share that music. Like, thousand like, songs in your pocket. Exactly. That was like, the like, first slogan. Exactly. And it's like <laughs> yep. those mind-blowing things to not only say it, go through the fire that Tay has been talking about and then produce it. Yep. Like, yeah, you deserve some money for that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to say how much you deserve, but as somebody who was really happy to get an iPod, I was like, yo, get that man some money and make a bunch of these. Shit, if we fast forward just to now, my MacBook, Right, I'm, I'm sitting right here. I'm writing my notes and you know going through notes on my MacBook. I love this fucking yeah. MacBook. <laughs> Somebody calls me or texts me on my phone, it comes to my MacBook while I'm working. Right, mm -hmm. like little stuff like that. It's like, man, the motherfucker that put this together. How can I pay him some more? Right, <laughs> thank you. Mm -hmm. Right, like seriously, like these things that somebody sat down and, and thought to create or to recreate. Cause I personally believe nothing is new under the sun, but, <laughs> but seriously for someone to sit down and recreate these things that I use for my everyday use mm -hmm. for, you know, me to have something that, for example, even some of the coaches that I pay for to help me do certain mm -hmm. things to help me learn, you know, whether it's stock market or finance or business, those people, I'd give them, especially knowing what I was able to do, I'd give them oh, yeah. double of what they asked me for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just because I'm so exactly. thankful for what they, you know. So a lot of times when these things are created, like the apples and, the, you know, I love my Tesla because I do have a Tesla Plaid, Model S Plaid. 
I love my Tesla. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I pay him what he wants for, <laughs> especially to say thank you because you could have took that exit. For those of y'all don't know, Elon Musk. So you know he he basically made what a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. from selling PayPal right? and paid taxes and paid taxes. <laughs> yeah, right. He could have just took that and went. You know what? Shit, me and my family, we good. We we'll take you know. Let's just say. After you know, he he probably found a little way to do a little something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay Pay all all taxes. taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say he paid the normal rate that someone who makes that much money would pay, which is fifty percent, right? That means he would have roughly fifty percent. I just go ahead and say fifty. Roughly fifty percent. We got fifty million left, right? The average person goes, "Shit, that's that's all I need. Fifty million. I'm set for life. Fifty million. Nothing else. Set me, my family. We good." Right. The smart person would say we good because I'm going to take about 20 million of that and I'm going to put it somewhere that's going to kick out about 10 percent a year. And then from there, we just going to hang out, go to the beach and enjoy <laughs> life. Right. This is what most people would do. The average person would actually take that money and chill mm-hmm. out. Right. Buy their things that they want, their Lambos and their, you know, oh, I'm a travel person. I don't like materials. You travel your ass off, mm-hmm. travel the world and once that's over with, you die pretty much, right? Because most people who don't have some type of, you know, vision or some type of purpose in life, they they eventually die a, a younger death. That's that's a true fact. Y'all can look that up. Anyway, this man took the hundred million. It's like you know what? Bet it all, <laughs> right? Exactly. Here's all of the money I've made. I'm going to go get an apartment that I really can't afford right now, but y'all just take that money. I'm going to reinvest it, and we're going to start a few things, and then boom, there you go, right? Who does that, right? Who does that? And then to create something that people can use and that can help a lot of people, you know, Tesla and all that good stuff, nobody was willing to do that. Nobody's throwing all their $100 million, $50 million, mm-hmm. whatever, on the table and saying, hey, let's bet that. That man deserves to be the richest man on the planet, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Because yeah. I'm going to be honest, as much shit as I'm talking right now, I don't even know if I would do that. I'd be like, mm-hmm. 50 million? Fuck y'all. <laughs> I got my money, right? <laughs> I might do a little something here and there, you know, step on the stage every now and then, talk some shit. Hey, how y'all doing? You know, yeah, I'm a black man. I got to do this, 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 and that. And this how you could do it, too. Hoorah, I'm out of here, right? Yeah. I got my money. I'm, I don't know if I'm that much of a person who's willing to mm-hmm. bet that much. I'll be honest with y'all. Yeah, no, you're right about right? that. Yeah. So, yeah, the fact that he bet that, <laughs> I personally think and he you know, but, the, but you know the thing that's really crazy about it, right, is, and I think people, you know, from the position we speak from, right, we've... We've had we've been very young men who have started businesses at a very young age. That's really just what we know. Right. But to think about it and having and I've done this quite a few times, have conversations with people that have not started businesses and whatever. And one of the questions I always get was like, okay, so you're telling me to do this and do this and invest this money, do this. Well, how do I know it's going to (laughs) work? You don't. You now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. Here's the thing. You can like me when I do something. A lot of times I know it's going. Like I believe it's going to work, but like factually, you do not know, Mm -hmm. and you might have to change and pivot, ask for help. A business might fail. You don't necessarily fail, but you don't know. And I don't know what the percentages are now, especially after COVID, which is really unfortunate. But I know that before COVID, right. I think it was, what was it, 
80%, of new businesses fail within like two years. And that isn't like, oh, businesses that are X, Y, Z. Like that was like all businesses, right? Fourth, four-fifths and or maybe even five-sixths of them will just go away. For what, I mean, for various reasons, yep. right? So your your chances of success are already slim. And then you go into it not necessarily knowing if it's going to survive. Mm-hmm. And you basically do what it takes. So you leverage your life. You commit to it. It becomes, you know, you eat, sleep, breathe it. Mm-hmm. And then you're doing that. And people complain about the fact that you're able to have certain nuances that allow you to, honestly, what are you going to do when you don't pay taxes? Yep. You're going to reinvest in that business try to make it grow thrive survive or whatever because for me personally every time i have a good year i'm thinking about how many more people i need to do something how can we grow how can we expand and one of the things that i wonder about is okay now this tax bill come around (laughs) how am i going to hire more people and or pay the people who actually worked and helped me do the thing that gave us a good year when this tax bill is looming Right. And so this is just me capturing that. And I imagine other businesses. Right. If you have a great year, you're booming. You're thinking, oh, man, we're growing. We need to hire people. And then Uncle Sam tap you on the shoulder. like, yeah, I guess you are growing and had a good year. You know how we're going to celebrate? Give me about 40 percent of that. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. I'm doing good. Right. Mm -hmm. Uncle Sam, you want me to go out and hire more people. You want me to keep growing. You know how I know that what I'm doing is good. People are paying me for it. The people who might even be the ones hopping on and saying, you know what, tax, tax, tax. I'm like, yeah, but you buying the stuff or paying for the services. Like you're showing that you support these things continuing. So Uncle Sam, like, let me let me talk to you about what I'm going to keep doing if I don't have to give you this money. And a lot of times that's really all it boils down to. It's just a simple fact of if it's if it did really well, it supported some type of industry growth. Don't pay taxes. Put it back in that industry. Keep it growing. It really, it really is that simple. Thanks. And I think that when you boil it down to something like that, if somebody's helping you, like let, let's break it down one on one. If somebody is helping you, right, and you're like, man, I really want them to keep helping me. I hope they can help me tomorrow mm-hmm. or next week because I really need this thing, right? Because again, I always think about think about these small businesses, right? Yep. You know that that corner store that got the 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 snacks you like, <laughs> all the way up to the restaurant yep. you go to, whatever it is, right? Like you want them to be yep. around. So when you go in there, you're like, man, this food was so good. Oh, my God. This is like the best food ever. I hope Uncle Sam tax your pants off, though. <laughs> I want half of your money to go away. Yep. Now, this food good. And I'm going to be back tomorrow. But um, I don't want you to have that much money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why is that how you think? Right? Why is this how we think? Now, when you have issues in the world and you want them solved, everybody is the problem. Except right. you, for some reason. Yeah, right. Everybody is the problem. Yep. And all I'm saying is like, hey, when you start talking about that, I don't think that's the root of it. And we keep focusing on that as the root of it versus like, hey, like you tell anybody else and people tell you, you got to know how to do more of what you have. Right. Our government is very flush with a lot of money. We can print it. Mm-hmm. Don't take money from people that are like out there working. Do it. <laughs> I'm not saying you should print more, but you can print more. Right. But do Absolutely. more of what you have. Maximize that. Get better at that, which is what businesses are forced to do. Figure that model out. And then I promise you things are going to get better. And I feel like we look at it, though, as if, like, you got to take from people who have more because it's going to, like, magically solve all the other problems. And I'm like, mm, that's not quite how it works. It ain't quite how it works. So, you know, I'm just saying, just make it make it relatable to the day-to-day stuff that you do. 
and scale that up to bigger business. Because I, I promise you, those those neighborhood businesses that you see, you know, you want them to have the types of tax benefits and tax structure that they can use. And honestly, some of them aren't maxing it out, but that they can use so they can survive, thrive, keep providing you a good or service and employ the people in your communities. Like, Absolutely. that's really just how it works. That's it. And, and you know, in closing, I'm going to say this. Many people who think ass backwards, like he just mentioned, I don't, I don't get it, but many people have come to this conclusion in their lives that I've noticed that they, the best way to equalize or get to a person's level that they're like, oh, how the fuck you get up there? It's not to get on their shit and climb the <laughs> ladder. It's to break down whoever they're looking at up there. It's like, hey, how can I pull you down to my level? Like, you don't need to be up there. The best way and the easiest way we can break your ass down and pull you down here is to tax your ass. Yeah. <laughs> right? We don't care if it helps your business or not. I don't care if I patronize your business, if I like your product. I don't care if you hire my cousin. Right? My cousin, my uncle, my sister, whomever. I don't care if you're providing them jobs. Right? I just don't want to see you with that much money. And people exist that will literally just say that. They'll just outright say, yeah. I just don't want you to have that much money. Yeah. Like that's just it. So if you got that much, you should just give some of it away. If not all of it. That's just what I think. You should come down here and live the life we live. Yeah. So in conclusion, yeah. Don't be that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I got I got one, bro. I think this is kinda like a I don't know, this is a little philosophical, like a little parable, but a couple of these things when you put them together, I think it's really it really telling about us as humans. Mm -hmm. Us, not me in particular, not you, but like us as humans, right? And the first one is, you know, it's, it's harder to climb than it is to hope that somebody falls, mm -hmm. right? First of all, people always think that everybody needs to be equal, right, on this, like, yes. level playing field, no no matter what you've done or accomplished, like like we've been talking about. Yep. But think about it. If you see somebody having success, right, it's harder for you, like Tessa, to get on your shit and climb. But, but, they, but they've shown you it's possible. Yeah. And a lot of times they'll tell you how they did it. But climb. But most people just hope that they fall, right? Come back down here. Right. Just fall. Second thing I'll say, too, is now not only has this person has climbed, a lot of times you want them to help you climb. <laughs> so not only have you seen that they've climbed, you want them to yep. sometimes come back down and then help you climb up. Absolutely. They didn't really have that help. Maybe they had some help, but they'll tell you where they got it from mm -hmm. to climb. So you want people to come back down. And the third thing I think is really important is you will see someone climbing. <laughs> Know where this is going. You will hope that they fall. You will ask that they help you while they're struggling to figure out how to climb. Like not the person who's already got it. You ask them how to climb. And or third, you will hold them down. All of those are bad habits. You got to get rid of them. What we're talking about doing is positive energy. Again, if somebody is climbing and they're struggling or whatever, or just they're not struggling, but they got to do it. Like they're climbing. Good energy is cheering them on. Good energy is supporting them. Good energy is be mentally supporting them, right? Not necessarily finance, but mentally, like, hey, like, encouragement, whatever it is. Yep. And then you know what? When those people get to that top, guess what they're going to want to do more likely? Help bring you up to. Facts. Like, the best way to, like, change this stuff and break that cycle is to be, like, aware of that and to help people that are climbing. Because as we just talked about, it's not easy. It's a lot of things that go into it. Falling hurts and falling is hard. Yes. And some people have failed many times and get up and keep climbing. If you're not a climber and you want to get to the top, guess what you need? You need somebody who's going to climb up there and help the other people up.
support those people. Make sure you're putting good energy out there. I promise you that good energy is going to come back to you. That's it. That's the bar for the day. <laughs> hey, for those of you all who want to know or want to have anything that maybe we need to cover or just something you just like, Tay, please just talk about this. I I'm dealing with this. Write a five-star review for us. Put it in that review. We got you. We'll get yeah. to it. All right. Other than that, we'll see you all on the next one. Enjoy yourselves. Have a great week. Hey, and be positive. All right. <laughs> Peace, Peace out.